Hey, Natanya, how are you? Good, Janine. Thanks so much for having me. How are you? Great. So I know you did the series uh, Leadership After Loss, which was mm-hmm. amazing and it's still going on. But now you have a new thing going on, which I think would be very inspiring to people right now who perhaps want to start their own new venture, but don't know, kind of know where to start and what the skill sets are. Could you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I support people in starting whatever uh, online project vision or business they have. So any idea that's been on the back burner to start something from home, but I don't know how to set up an email list. I don't know how to set up a website. I don't know how to you know, get the word out about what I'm doing. I've structured and created a program that takes people through all of that in six weeks. So we go from your idea to having it out into the world and generating an income in six weeks. So uh, I'm okay. really excited about it. And it's, it's, um, it's really not that complicated to set up something online, but we get so bogged down by the sheer amount of information that's out there and not having like a point A, point B, point C uh, list to follow makes it really difficult. So I'm trying to like streamline and demystify it as much as possible because yeah. we, all get to, we all get to create something for ourselves if that's, if that's something we want to do. It's actually a really exciting time, and we had talked about this, because sometimes you have had this idea brewing, but you don't really think, oh, I'm, really, I'm not going to ever get to do that, and now might be the perfect time. Now is the perfect time, because people are looking, people are looking, A, for things to do with their time. If you're watching this, you might be looking for a new opportunity, but there are people who are employed and who are, are looking to feel better, who are looking to right. finally take care of themselves, who are looking to learn a new skill. And each and every one of us has something that we're at. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we don't think that that's something that, that is uh, valid or that's something that can really make a difference for somebody else. But we get to really like stop and say, okay, what am I good at? What would I do all day long for free because it brings me joy? Yes. to help somebody else do. And that, that is your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get to support other people in doing. So now is a good time as much as, as it may not seem like it. Um, people are yeah. really reaching out to, to change something about their life. We're really having a, having time to stop and slow down and look at what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of us are, are, are looking to, to change and to improve on some aspect of our right. life. So if there is something that you've been sitting on, go, yeah, I've been wanting to do that. But first of all, who am I to, to, to step out and do this? Mm-hmm. Second of all, is anybody going to want what I'm peddling? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can I do this? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. Always yes. And we get to get out of our own way. It's great. And, and stop the wheels from turning because right. the world is huge and there is, there's more opportunity than we can see. And I'm, I'm, I'm really seeing it big time right now. As soon as these um, quarantines started, mm-hmm. um, I own a yoga studio and I had to shut down on March 15th. So yoga? Soul play yoga. Yeah. Soul play yoga, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No and so nobody walking in or out of the studio and I went, uh-oh, like this is, this is bad. This is bad for a brick and mortar business. Sure. And so we went online immediately within 24 hours. I had my teachers teaching from their living rooms on Zoom to a very, Amazing. very grateful community. And from there, we've seen that now we're able to reach people across the world who are practicing with us from Belgium that is beautiful. and from France who never would have been connected to our community. And so mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is there is an opportunity even when we 
don't think there is. We, we get to stop and say, okay, I, I'm clearly only seeing what's right in front of me. I'm in the throes of my panic. If you step back and maybe reach out to people who have had a different yes. uh, perspective or a different experience, mm-hmm. you'll see that, whoa, actually there's a ton that can be done even when it feels restrictive. And that's yes. all mindset. And it's yeah. all... Um, it's all kind of stepping out of victimhood and into possibility. Definitely. I was having this conversation with my daughter last night and she was saying how terrible things are, which they are. And she's supposed to graduate from high school and she's been really sad. And I said, but let's talk about the positives. She says, you know, there's a lot less air pollution. There's fewer cars on the road. I said, wildlife is being saved. And we went through this whole long list and she said, people are baking more. I said, that's right. They're spending more time. Yes, there are conflicts because people are home so much, but people are really being very creative and crafty. And I know a lot of people like myself have negative self-talk, but when you believe so strongly in something, like I'm sure you do with what you love to do, you can't help but go for it. You can't help but get up early and run with that idea. Oh yeah. I love that. We wake up in the morning and you're like, Ooh, I get to do this today and I get to work Mm -hmm. on bringing this to life. Yeah. And that's, that's really key, right? Is find something that you're passionate about. If you're lukewarm about it, because we're going to run into our own resistance when we launch something new, you're going to run into the things that you actually don't like to do that have to be done in order to get to the next step. And if you're not like just diehard passionate about it, it's, really easy. Excuse me. It's really easy to hit one of those blocks and go, that's too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. And it shows, it shows like if, if I'm, if I'm telling you, you know, um, something I created, but I don't believe strongly in it and I'm not passionate, it's going to show. And that's not a good idea for me. You know, Mm -hmm. do you mentor people too? Like if they come to you with this idea, do you help them kind of tweak it? Absolutely. That's my favorite thing is, is to flesh it out and to, and to, see like in its biggest possible iteration, what would it look like? You know, mm-hmm. what could you possibly create? And then backtrack from there and say, okay, let's start to piece it together in bite-sized, um, in bite-sized pieces. But I, I absolutely love to, to mentor. And especially if someone has an idea and they're not sure if it's viable or not. Right. Um, I love to, I love to flesh that out. Um, and I think so many of us are sitting on so much potential for real fulfillment in life mm-hmm. and in what we do, but we are, we either, we grew up in a society that rewards um, a different type of work. We, some of us have come from families and a religious background that has, you know, told us that there's one way to do things and this is right. the proper way. But when we dare to step out of that and say, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to do this thing. That's not like traditionally a business. Let me give you an example. I had a call with a friend the other day who lives in England and she is a researcher. She teaches at a university and she, she researches. And she used to love it, but at this point she's burned out and she feels like she's not really having an impact or making a difference. Okay. What she loves to do is to forage in the forest for different colored leaves and rocks oh. and to make mandalas. So mandalas are these circular patterns that are in uh, the yoga tradition used to, um, to gaze at, to meditate on. Mm-hmm. And just the act of creating a mandala, it's almost like, like coloring. Um, you know, just it. the act of doing it brings you into a meditative state. And I was like, girl, you have a workshop on your hands. <laughs> Boom. Right? Why don't you yeah. create a Zoom workshop? Zoom right now. And you know, you all chime in, you do a little yeah. like opening circle, and then yes. send everybody out to forage and then come back and all make mandala together. Oh my gosh. And she was like, Bing. 
and and we're working <laughs> on getting it going. And so she was like, well, my my parents would like die if they knew. Oh, so? who cares? Like, who cares? <laughs> we cannot, we cannot, cannot, cannot let those things get in our way. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she was like, wait. I can actually charge like $25 for, for, you know, to teach someone how to make a mandala. And I was like, yes, yes you can. And you yes. should. Yes. And, and someone who's super spazzy and who needs to calm down and who needs something like active, but calm to do, mm-hmm. you're going to be offering something to somebody who Amazing. needs it. Yeah. And so I encourage you to like start thinking in those ways. Like nothing is stupid. Nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. Any of, if there's any of that going on in your head, that's your story, right? We have a story that's underlying everything we do in the world. And the story is sometimes I'm not worthy. I don't know anything. No one's going to listen. That story can be changed. You sure. can rewrite it. So that's I have great values advice. And, you know, so yeah. And that's part of the work that I do too, is look at yeah. the mindset stuff and, and, uh, and crush those limiting beliefs and rewrite them into something empowering. And as far as your background, you have a master's in psychology, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, that definitely comes into play when you work with people, you know, for you to really get to their underlying backstory. And, you know, I feel like I know I've let people's opinions and the, and the negative self-talk set in. I had one person tell me, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really think that's a book idea. Or, you know, um, you're, you're playing that guitar song so much, like enough already. And that's practicing, right? So when you let those opinions get in the way, it, it can really um, halt you from your growth, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It halts you from your growth. And the thing is that most of the time, the people who have an opinion are not doing the thing. That's true. The people <laughs> who are sitting back and judging and yes. going, mm, mm. so it's like, okay, when you are doing what I'm doing, then let's have a collaborative conversation about how to help each other out yes. and maximize our, our potential together. But yeah. until then, you don't get to sit on the couch and point your finger at me and tell me I'm, right. you know, what you think. Yeah. So like grain of salt, but also it is very true that we care about acceptance and validation from the people mm-hmm. around us. So yeah. that is a thing, right. but we can't, we can't hinge our, our, our our daring to step out on that, right? Everyone's always going to have an opinion. Yeah. You just got to, you just got to go. And that's where the passion, we circle back to the passion, mm-hmm. right? Because if the passion is there, it almost doesn't matter. It's like, okay, sure. naysayer, I'm still passionate about this. Yeah. And some people say, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not a creative person. I disagree. I think in some way we're all creative, but maybe perhaps you've forgotten how to be creative. And I think now's a perfect time to take out a piece of paper and brainstorm all the things that you've been wanting to do and kind of pick something that really resonates. And that's definitely where you come in because let's say somebody says, I want to start this business. Like what's one of the first things they should do in this new venture? Well, it depends on what the business is, but primarily if you want to start a new venture, what is the first thing you're going to need in order to make a sale in your business is going to be a customer, right? So the first thing to do is to start building an audience and start having people to talk to. So if someone is starting a new business, the first thing I say is go on your social media and talk about it to your mm-hmm. friends, to your family, to people in your life. And often I used to be like, too, I was like no, well, I'm, those are not my clients. Those are my friends and family. I can't, you know, compartment. I need to co- compartmentalize those things. No, you don't. Some of my best clients are some of my best friends, you know, and it's just because they know me and trust me. And so there's not even, you, you don't even have to have a sales conversation. It's like, oh, of course I'm going to hire right. you to help me with this because sure. I know you're amazing. Mm-hmm. So talk about it. 
And after that, it would be to get an online presence up. So the first thing is creating some kind of page. Uh, you don't even need a full website. You just need, we call it a landing page. It's a single standalone page where people come and you give them who you are, what you're doing or, or what your offer is and put in it, your email address to get more information. Or you can even make like a little freebie. Okay. Like, here, here's a three minute meditation on this, or here's the, the five ways to create a mandala out of leaves in the forest, right? Here's five, five steps to do that. Whatever it is that you are putting out there, give okay. a little freebie, put in their email address to get the freebie. And then you start to build your audience. Great. And then you have email addresses you can talk to later. And I, um, I jumped on, let me just interject. I jumped on one of your um, calls and you talked about MailChimp. I mean, some of the things are free. So I did the landing page to try it out and I was just, you know, working my way through it. Um, but also I have a GoDaddy account and I figured out, oh, well also I could kind of tweak and add my own new page to promote my new series and make that a landing page. You know, it's just a learning process. Like if you take the time that you would normally spend like watching Netflix or something else, you can find the time to devote to this passion right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it is, like you said, you do need to kind of sit and say, okay, I'm not going to go right into overwhelm. I'm going to stop. I'm going to look at where I can click and look for words that make sense. And I know a lot of people sit down in front of the computer and go, ah, as soon as it's tech related. But uh, the softwares have gotten so good at like walking you through it step by step that, um, like you said, GoDaddy, MailChimp, MailerLite, are so many different softwares that are either free or really cheap. To, to allow you to get started with a very small um, investment. And for, I mean, if you're really just getting started, it's free. Like you don't, all you that's need great. to buy is your, your URL, your domain mm -hmm. name. Um, and that's $10 a year. So, okay. But, um, so what are yeah, some of the, then, what are some of the key things that you focus on? You do the landing page. Um, yeah. So else? the key things that I focus on is getting you fully online. So that means a landing page, getting your email system set up, um, there's something called a nurture sequence, like when you get an audience member who opts into your community and who wants to hear from you, you don't want to just get their email address and then leave them be, right? You want to start communicating regularly. So we're going to set up something called a nurture sequence, which is a series of emails that go out automatically um, after a set number of days that just stays in touch with your customers so you can start to build some relationship. That's we'll great. get... Uh, then depending on the project, like some people who, who I'm working with are creating an online summit. Some people want to get their coaching website up. Uh, other people are coming up with the type of workshop that they want to deliver on Zoom. So based on whatever the final product is, we'll work on, on doing that. Either getting the website up, getting the summit launched, uh, creating uh, the workshop, and then presenting it online. So it's either going to be presenting it through Facebook Lives or presenting it on a website. But it's taking people really from... This is what I want to do to off you go. You have all the assets you need now to get people to you and to nurture them and to, and to start uh, making That's success. Great. Mm -hmm. And it's really, if you put the time in, it's really not that hard, you know, and I know you're great about being accessible. People want to send you an email or check in um, with a question or whatever. It's after a while, it's kind of starts to click, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it does start to click. Once you get into the flow, it's super easy. I also have a, a Facebook group called Embrace the Tech, and I'm, I'm constantly answering questions there. People can just join and say, ah, I'm trying to do this, and I'm stuck. How do I do it? Mm -hmm. And we'll post quick videos to show you how. 
Um, but yeah, there, there are plenty of folks out there who are ready to help. I'm always just an email away. And I just, I've been making websites for all of the companies that I've run and set up over the years. And I just, if I had been limited by not knowing how to get the website done, gosh, I would have never, I feel like I never would have gotten anywhere. So I'm really committed to, to making this not be the issue. If your mindset is the issue and you're limiting beliefs and you don't believe you're good enough, like that stuff, life transforming stuff that I really love to dig in with people. But yes. like the tech, the tech can't be the reason why you're not doing the thing, right? That's got to be like yeah. the last thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you think are the attributes of somebody that's going to be successful right now? Growth mindset is the first thing that comes to mind. So there are two, this is a concept from Carol Dweck, who's been, it's been readapted over and over since, but the idea of a fixed mindset is you see the world the way that you see the world and you believe that the opportunities in front of you are the way they are. And, and it's pretty much, I, I know what I know. I might learn a little, but I, I know what I know. And this is who I am. That's your fixed mindset. Growth mindset is I don't know what I don't know. I'm willing to learn what I don't know. I choose to see opportunity everywhere. I choose to associate myself with people who see opportunity everywhere so that that mm-hmm. mindset can rub off on me. And I'm committed to, uh, to finding a way. And, and that mindset of adopting possibility, the way of life is, I think, the single biggest attribute someone can have. If you are in a place of defeat, and victimhood and life is happening to me and everything happened to me and, and stuck in that conversation. Yes. This is really difficult. So as soon as you move into, I don't know how, but I'm going to learn. This may seem impossible, but other people have done it. So I know it's possible and I'm going to figure it out. When you step into that space, um, it's a lot easier to overcome any obstacle that comes your way. Um, it's easier to be resourceful. It's easier to connect with others and to, to look for support and mm-hmm. to accept support. Sure. So um, that's great. Yeah, that's that's excellent nice. advice. I also feel like, and you know this because of your devotion to yoga, that to be successful, you have to take care of the big picture, your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. So if you suddenly stop doing yoga, how would you feel? I mean, not gonna lie, beginning of, of the quarantine, I was so like just consumed with getting my studio online that I didn't do any of my yoga. And it takes me in a downward spiral of, yes. of just dis-ease, right? Just feeling right. ill at ease, feeling stressed, feeling anxious. So absolutely, while you do want to adopt a mindset, a go-getter mindset, don't let everything else fall away. Your self-care is hugely important. Your, mm-hmm. As much as you're going to schedule time to get your new venture up and running, you're going to schedule time to sit on the couch or to take a yoga class or to take a bath or to do something that's good for you, for your yes. soul. Because if it's too far in one direction, you'll, you'll hit the burnout point and then, you know, we really accomplish nothing. So thank okay. you for that reminder. Self-care is, is hugely important. It is huge. I mean, I see you in some of your videos, you're walking or you're just in nature, you're sitting outside talking to everybody. I know, for instance, I go for a walk every morning because I'm, I'm not going to the gym anymore and it'll be a long time until I go to the gym because I want to be careful. But I know that that starting the day on a positive note is really important to me because um, I also think about the possibility in my day when I'm taking my walks. I think about creativity. I think about um, 
just trying to be positive and breathe because it's so easy to be so tight and tense about what's going on. Like I don't watch the news. Rarely do I watch the news. It's, it's, it's pretty intense, you know? Yeah, it is intense. And we have to, at a certain point, choose to create a filter for ourselves, how much we're going to let in mm-hmm. and where we're going to, where we're going to divert our attention. You know, whatever, whatever you focus on is whatever, wherever you put your energy is what grows and grows and grows. And if we're putting our energy on consuming like really depressing, stressful right. information, um, then that's, that's all we're going to get. So yeah, I love that. Go outside, take in fresh air or yeah. go, you know, do whatever it is that, that lights you up. Right. Some, for some people outside is not the you favorite bet. thing, but whatever it yeah. is that, that allows you that space. I mean, and also this, this moment, this moment in time, this is a rarity. I mean, it's so hard for, you know, the caregivers and the people on the front lines, but people, people sitting at home saying, "Ugh, quarantine. Sure. It's hard, but this is the moment of possibility to be creative, to go for something that you never expected you'd have the time to devote. And that's definitely where you come in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is the time. Like you want to make candles. You've always wanted to make soap, like whatever it is, seriously, there is no, there is no idea that is not legitimate or can't be massaged into a good idea. Yes. Um, And yeah, this is the time to, to at least recognize that, that you have, you have an opportunity and you have, you have an in to create Mm -hmm. something for yourself if you want to. And it doesn't have to be the be all end all. It doesn't have to be a complete career change, but it can be something to tide you over. It can be something to, to inspire you Mm -hmm. to, to add another layer of, of what you're doing and what you're offering in the world. Yes. Um, And frankly, it inspires the people around you as well. Um, Right. And And you know, it's, it's funny, I, I want to add this to what you just said. If you want to make a candle, if you want to do something else creative. I know for me, sometimes I'll be outside doing something, um, planting something or creating something in the house. And all of a sudden I get the answer to something that's been nagging at me or I come up with a new idea. So for people to think, I'm not going to color or I'm not going to, you know, like when I was little, I used to, I was really young living in New York, I'd be home and I would take a candle and I'd drip it in a big basin of water and I would connect. Have you ever done this? Connect the drippings and you'd make these huge creations of color. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like 10. And, um, but that kind of thing, like your mind just goes somewhere else. It's that flow, you know? Yep. Yep. It's, it's getting out of the logical thought. And I, I make, bead bracelets that's my my checkout so i just sit there and string them and like by bead number 17 i'm like not even (laughs) here anymore (laughs) and then yeah that it really brings brings clarity yes Um, so you know don't shy away from those things i love how as adults we're just we forget play um and we forget that it's okay to like even just grab a silly putty and like see what your hands make like just the act of 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 allowing yourself to get out of thinking and analyzing and psychological assessment of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just the act of, of working with your hands in some way really, right. um, really moves you out no, of I that space. That. I love that. Um, one activity that we're going to do is I told my daughter I'd paint the hallway, this one wall in the hallway, like a, a light blue. And then I said, because she's been making, um, taking canvases and she's been doing splash paint. 
And then she saw this really cool thing where you take a record and you iron it and you make a shelf and you put a plant on it. So it becomes like a 90 degree shelf. And I said, let's do this and let's like paint some stuff in the hallway. And also it's my way of feeling connected and making time because everybody's so busy. So if you can find those connections with people in your house or whoever, um, it's really great outlet, you know. I love that. I love that project that you can do together that you'll, you know, we'll, we'll be there for the foreseeable future. And you'll always right. have that memory too. That's yeah. super cool. And like, you know, and that's amazing for, for connecting. And it just brought up another uh, idea. My sister-in-law actually started a cake business out of her house. The same thing. She enjoyed making cupcakes and making cakes with her two boys. Okay. Um, and the That's cakes great. were coming out so amazing that like at all of the birthday parties, the moms were asking her where she got her cakes and she's saying she made them. Now she has orders every weekend, even during COVID because these kids are still having birthdays. So she's cranking out cakes to deliver to her neighbors and these like amazingly cool decorated cakes. And she was sitting here going, I don't have anything to offer the world. I don't Ugh. know what my value is. And I'm like, girl, now you're charging like 80 bucks a cake. Like this is, you know, which is not even about the money because no, it she's isn't. putting a smile on kids' faces, yes. but like now she gets to feel valuable and like she's contributing to her household and she's doing the same thing she was doing for free. I love so it. Any, Where is she? Is she in LA? Yeah. She's in Irvine actually. So yeah. Oh, she's, that's where I am. Oh, cool. That's so yeah, funny. This is your sister-in-law? Yeah. How cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's all possible, you guys. You just have to get out of your own way and, and yeah. think uh, and think outside the box. You bet. You bet. Boom. Exactly why we're here. So to wrap this up, where can people find out more about you? My website is nataniastambouli.com. That is three mouthfuls. So I'll spell it real quick. It's okay. N-A-T-H-A-N-I-A-S-T-A-M-B-O-U-L-I.com. nataniastambouli.com. And I've got um, everything I do there. So my, my uh, coaching program is there. I'm happy to hop on a complimentary call with anybody who's watching this. If you are like sort of chewing on something, but you don't know if it's valid and you want to powwow about it, I'm so happy to do that and, um, and see what opens up for you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day.